Not another girl pop. Hope they're all watching. Help me take my seatbelt off. Not another girl pop. Hello, hello. Welcome back to Not Another Girl Pod. Here we are again, and we have my girl Cordy back. What's up, Cordy? How you doing? Hi, I'm so happy to be back. Honestly, it feels good. I feel really good. Well, I'm glad that you are back, and we have here. Wait, did you miss me? Of course, I missed you. Of course, that's I not to... true. I potted with Ahan. I know, <laughs> and I feel like you were having more fun with Ahan. Honestly, like <laughs> Ahan be interviewing, man. But let's, like, let's... <laughs> I was like, wait, whose pot is this? <laughs> <laughs> But let's introduce our guest. He hijacked this shit. (laughs) We have here with us the one and only, my favorite, Sucio boy. What's up? This is Sloan Kettering, Scott Addy's favorite, a.k.a. Mr. Lord of the Sugarfoots. It's Mr. L1R1XO. And I'm about Outfit Jam. If you played Madden with Vic on the cover, then my people, you already understand. Touchdown. Hello, ladies. Thank you. And I'm always here. trying to score biatch. <laughs> I'm excited to have you. I'm excited to be here. You know, uh, y'all need some uh, masculine bad bitch energy in here. We do. Yeah. We do. We got the perfect masculine bad bitch energy in the house right now. <laughs> yeah, we were pre potty. We were getting together, like, you know, just kind of getting the flow, getting the vibe going. And these motherfuckers were sharing outfits for their upcoming trips. <laughs> uh, you know, I'm out here, dad hat swag, dad short swag. Uh, short short you know, swag. You know, uh, I'm at that ripe age of 37 to where I can't wear baggy stuff. Any, well, I can't. I have to wear like age appropriate stuff now. I'm a father. So I think that uh, I have to start dressing more to the parental needs and i don't have any adult summer clothes I was more mature like, no more sophisticated i like my basketball shorts and my sweats so but i had to get some uh above the knee shorts you know uh all uh khaki shorts and Navy shorts and stuff like that above the knee. Not so only like- that, but you've lost a ton of weight, Sloan. So you like can switch up your style any way you want. <laughs> yeah, I have options now that I've lost 130 something pounds. Yeah. So amazing. Uh, Just make sure you keep those knees moisturized. Of course, always. Need uh, I, I keep a bottle of Jergens on me, you know, uh, <laughs> daily moisture, no scent. That is so random. Like, <laughs> keep the knees moisturized. Like, what the fuck? That's not. That's yes. not. It's not though. That's real. And your ankles. You can't be out here with ankles like Kevin Durant. See, <laughs> see. That's why you gotta you gotta use my special blend of um, Jergens Ultra. I mean, uh, Daily Moisture. Then you gotta put a, a two drops of 
because uh, I'm looking at it, it's right down the floor. Johnson and Johnson baby oil gel. Why is it on the, the floor? Lotion. <laughs> because, no, because in my office, I also oh, shit, have the Saint Sucio. <laughs> right, no, no. In my <laughs> office is also my closet. So this is where I, you know, we have many, many rooms that we don't use in our home. So in the office, we have a bathroom and a whole walk in closet. That's mine because my wife and I, we do not share a closet at all because that's more drama than we need. (laughs) Just keep your hands where we can see them. And (laughs) that is true. That is true. I'm just going to bag up off the... (laughs) What do I do with my head? Sloan just looks like he's praying right now. (laughs) Praising the Lord. Put my drink on top of the... Yes, instead of under the desk. So, but uh, no, we have, um, I use that to make sure, because I have diabetes, so i got to keep my feet uh, securely, I mean, properly hydrated. So, because that's one of the signs when you have really, really dry and flaky feet, it's your your diabetes is pretty mm. bad because of your, your feet. So, uh, I keep that, and that keeps my uh, ankles and knees pretty you know you know i'll be looking shiny shiny there's really people out there who don't moisturize on a daily basis oh yeah kevin direct he's my favorite basketball player (laughs) but he's he's ashy that is crazy to me like i get out the shower and i moisturize like that's one of my steps it takes forever (laughs) but like you just gotta do it yeah it does take forever and sometimes i'm like fuck it yes takes me five minutes to put on lotion. You want to make sure you get every crevice? Yeah, you got to get your, you got to start with your feet and go all the way up. Mm-hmm. I start from the top. I start, yeah, me too. <laughs> I start with my I face end. because I like, I want clean hands when I touch my face. So I start there first and then I make my way down. Same. So I got to get it before I start sweating. <laughs> <laughs> he's right. all he's all like 30 seconds done like no <laughs> to no. moisturizing he's sweating full workout and plus i don't like my feet to dry like to get oh i got things about my feet so as <laughs> like, soon as i as soon as i get out the shower dry off throw my lotion on my feet throw my socks on yeah, that keeps my feet pretty Pretty, you know, do, you, do you guys dry off in the shower? <coughs> I do because I don't like to make a mess. Do so. you dry off in the shower? No, I never have. And my oh boyfriend my does. And I was like, <laughs> what are you doing? Get out of the shower, dude. I dry yeah. up in the in the shower, but that's the right. same thing. I don't like that. to make a I don't like to make a mess. You don't Where have like bath rugs. Or? Yeah, yeah, but then it gets like out. hella wet, like, and then and then my know. socks get wet, and then I don't like wet socks. Your so socks get can... wet, like if you step on it accidentally or something. Because then I gotta go back once I get dressed before I put my t-shirt on. I have my uh, I don't know what y'all call it. Is it okay to say wife beater on this uh, this show? <laughs> your yes, tank. we don't have your we don't tank. Have, uh, uh, my white tank. Your Yes. My my hands. Oh, you don't like white Peter? Cordy, that's or, the line. That's or, the line. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't fuck with it. What is it? Uh Dago Tees? Is that wrong to say? 
Your tank top, I guess. Y'all remember Dago Tees? No. Oh, okay. All right. so, <laughs> that's uh, dating Too myself. Young. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so I'll throw that on. I go back in the bathroom, brush my teeth, throw my colognes on, then come put my Dennis T-shirt time. <laughs> yeah, I can understand that because my bathroom is like between my room and my closet. So sometimes mm. I got to walk back in the bathroom to go into my closet. That's the, yeah, that's the master suite. Through the, the restroom. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I I have always dried myself up in the showers, but in, especially with B with my long ass hair, like, mm-mm. Interesting. Nah. But <clears throat> now that we've shared how we moisturize and <laughs> dry our, our body. daily routine <laughs> morning routine let's get into this topic so since we have sloan here we're gonna do one of sloan's questions and yeah this when- is not my this is not my topic <laughs> Courtney's like, are, i'm not claiming it i'm not claiming it <laughs> i will but- claim it I will claim it. So when I was reading it earlier, I read it wrong. So I'll just go ahead and let you introduce your topic. All right. So uh, I observe a lot of things in my in my days under the sun and on my time on social media. I noticed that there's a repetitive uh, cycle. Cycle. There we go. I was going to say trend, but cycle that I see amongst a lot of the women that I am friends with on social media and just personally, a lot of women in my life that they get their lives together. They be on their shit, like get their well, body together, get their mo- money together, get their everything's together in line. And then they feel that a man is what's missing. And then they get the man and then they maintain none of it. They stop going to the gym. They stop like uh, going out. They just focus on the relationship and nothing else because that's what they got. And then heartache. And then they start that cycle again, rinse, wash, repeat, man after man after man. I just want to know why. <laughs> that's, that's an interesting observation. <laughs> Um, I'm I'm trying to think about it like personally Um, I will say when it comes to do you think that that's part of why the relationship fails yes well answer the initial question why does why do people I don't know I don't have a why I'm just I'm still trying to understand <clears throat> the whole cycle, like you said. So, because from a personal standpoint, I will say that while I do start to maybe like give up in certain areas, it's definitely not um, things that helped me get into the relationship because I think that's important is maintaining the things that got you there to begin with. Um, but... I don't know. I mean, what kind of what women are you? <clears throat> well, I mean, I, type I, of woman because 
I just don't see that. Well, I think it, it has to do with the purpose that these women do all this work for. So some of them go into it saying, you know, I'm going to do this to look a certain way or attract a certain person. So they do it for whatever they're searching. So then once they get into that, they dedicate themselves into that and just forget about all of the work that they put into themselves. And definitely that could cause for the relationship to fail if you're putting you're all into that person and not pouring anything into yourself. Cause you know, like how, how good can you like be to someone when you're not doing anything for you? And then once you start realizing that, like you start doing it again, but you don't break the cycle as to what you're, if, if the reason for doing all of that is to gain something or to, you know, for something material or for someone it's going to continue the cycle. But if the reason is for yourself, you'll maintain that progress. You'll continue to do that for yourself. Like it has to be done for you. Like for me, for example, for myself, like when I wanted to lose weight, I was doing it for all the wrong reasons. I was like, I'm not attractive. Like, I don't look good. Like, I'm not, a, I'm, I'm not attracted to the opposite sex. Like, I was doing it for all the, the wrong reasons. And then when I got older and tried it again, I succeeded because I was doing it for myself. I was doing it for my health. I was doing it for me to feel better. I was doing it because there's so many health issues that run in my family that I didn't want to run into. So it was easier for me to continue that regardless of anything else, because I was doing it for me. I wasn't doing it for another reason, if that makes any sense. That makes, like, perfect sense. Honestly, I don't think it's, like, a, a conscious decision to be, like, oh, I'm just going to give up on myself or give up on these things. So you're saying why? I honestly think it, they just lose sight, but not purposely. Hmm. Like, I don't think anyone gets into a relationship thinking, uh, let me just lose myself and, like, I don't care to keep up with myself anymore. Who does I that? Don't, <clears throat> I don't think people go into it like that, but it happens because of, you know, how you go into the relationship. Like, if you... Like, I, I feel that when you do stuff like that for other people and you go into the relationship, you're like kind of losing yourself because you're pouring into someone else. Well, I feel like part of pouring into the relationship is pouring into yourself. Not if you're giving up stuff that are is productive to you or for your betterment. No, I just I just see that like pouring into you is always like you said bunny you have to pour into yourself as well because like your self-care and your mental health is a number one the rather you're in a relationship or not so you have to make sure that you're like at performing at your peak so <clears throat> you can make your relationship work. Cause like, if you like trying to give your relationship your all, but you're not taking care of yourself, that's like just driving a car and not changing the oil. No, that's why I said pouring into the relationship is pouring into yourself. Cause when you help yourself, you're helping the relationship. You got it girl. 
Okay, sis. <laughs> I guess, like, I don't know. I don't think but about I it just, like that. Like, pouring into I, a relationship doesn't necessarily correlate to pouring into yourself. It just depends. No, on you're the not. Type you're not person. understanding. You're not understanding what I'm saying. I'm saying that if you want to like maintain the relationship, you need to maintain yourself. They go hand in hand. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, not saying also- not saying that having a good relationship is just going to make you a better person. Like you are what makes the relationship, so you need to be in a certain place. And for the relationship to grow, you also have to be willing to grow. Definitely. Uh, I also see like my homegirls just like date the same dude with a different name. It's mm-hmm. just the same dude, different name. Like right. a repeated cycle on the type of people that have already affected them. Mm-hmm. I, I tell people, I'll be like, oh, because some people like will see my old lady and our relationship and be like, I want that. And I'll be like, you could have had this at any point. You just didn't want it as much as you think you want it. You want your version of what we have. And so far, that version doesn't exist because of the person to you go after or you're attracted to like I don't think when I was 20 and 21 the women that I wanted didn't want me because a I was an athlete and on top of that I wasn't like personality wise I'm a nerd so I was like a lame I ain't want to I have this outgoing personality but really I'm an introvert so I'd rather be in the house by myself chilling. I, I'm the most, I like to tell people I'm the most introverted. I'm the, I'm the most extroverted introvert you'll ever meet. Because I like talking to people, but I also like to be like, hey, yo, I don't want to be around anybody. Leave me alone. So I, but outside of my old lady. So yeah, I just, I'm learning me, man, I'm, um, um, learning me helps my relationship because then I know like learning my personality and sometimes I don't make the best decisions and now I'm learning why I don't make the best decisions because sometimes I do it to my, I like to do it to myself to put myself in a bind and then dig myself out of it is I feel like, you know, sometimes I can do that and I feel I work best under pressure. It hasn't failed me yet. And I don't want to test that theory anymore. So <laughs> that, that'd be smart. But I feel like you have somebody compatible that like um, does the, the same type of like self, self growth type of work, you know, like somebody that's like mm-hmm. doing that as well in your life. And I think that that's important in a partner to have that that progression together or that will or that want to progress together i think it's just team work uh people like i always say people either some sometimes you got to be michael jordan and sometimes you got to be scotty Pippen, and people just don't know that it's okay to play the two-man or be the B option in a, re- a relationship because you're not always going to be strong in certain areas. So don't let your ego get you in the way, get in the way 
of letting your partner lead you to a better situation because that's true that's true like like i said on a uh, couple of episodes ago on the sucio boys podcast that i think male egos are too fragile for to play backseat to a woman and they think that if they if their woman is the breadwinner they're not the head of the house and i think they have that misconstrued it's like because if you if you tie money to who runs the house i feel like sometimes like i said like i said sometimes you ain't somebody in the house got to be mike and somebody got to be scotty and it's not that all the time it trades off it's like my wife says it's, uh, in her uh, TED talk, it's ebbs and flows and everything. Sometimes you up and you, sometimes you'll be up in the relationship as the provider and sometimes you'll be down as the provider. And I don't think men are mentally equipped with, the, with our fragile egos to have your lady make more than you and still have like have the relationship progress. Yeah, I think I, I I agree with that. Or they just don't know how to handle um to be in a situation like that where you know the the woman is you know the I guess the money maker in the relationship. They don't know how to I don't know handle that or I guess like for my culture that's not what we've been taught. So it's kind of hard to go against what your morals and values that they've instilled in you. So it's like exactly what you're saying is the male ego, you know, it's, it gets in the way because of what you've been told you're supposed to be. But it, I mean, it doesn't necessarily mean that because the, the woman or the woman makes the money in the household, she's the one running the household. She runs the household go. anyway. She runs the household anyway and how things go. Because it's never, it's never when you have kids, it's never go ask your dad. It's go ask your mom. <laughs> That's funny. Like, I don't, even with my, with my daughters, when they want something, I'll be like, what did your mother say? I'm, I'm never going against what they, what their mom said. That she is the orchestrator of all of this. So how she gets it, how with co-parenting, I'm learning that it has to be the same at both houses. So like, yeah, um, I'm the fun parent, but we still go by the strict parents rules, even at my house. Now it'd be like, well, mommy doesn't, mommy doesn't let us do that at the house where you're at daddy's house right now, but you still gotta go to bed at this time. So you still be on the same schedule. I don't want you to go and think, oh, weekends, I can stay up to two, three in the morning. But when I'm at home with mommy, I got to go to bed at 10. But you know what time it is, nine o'clock. Y'all need to start preparing to go to bed. You know, uh, brush your teeth, comb your hair, whatever y'all want to, whatever little girl <laughs> rituals are before bed, you know. Get them done. Yeah. Get them done. <laughs> That's important, though, in co-parenting. Like, I remember my brother struggling with that um, when he was co-parenting. 
it's important to give the kids that consistency too for the you know just for them to learn to respect and shit like that but what do you think Cordy about the whole household and the woman making the money in the household I was thinking about that um do you think it's almost a control thing because like money provides more opportunity um like do you think it's a I don't know when you're when you feel like you're not the one making the money it's almost like you have to ask and so you want to feel like you're the one in in control um like like I like you might feel like you can't make certain decisions um because you're not the one bringing in well I don't make any decision without talking to my old lady first and foremost and when people ask me hey man uh you you want to go out this week let me check with my old lady and they think you're asking for like permission and I'm asking to see if our calendar is clear there's a difference. Like I'm asking my old lady because I don't know what she has planned for us. So I need to go check with her to make sure that I ain't got nothing planned that week or that or that day. And then that gives me an option to be like, no, nah, I can't make it dog. I'm, I got something to do. That could be my, my cover. If I don't want to go, which nine times out of 10, I don't want to go. So I just blame it on her. <laughs> That's an easy mm-hmm. out. <laughs> nobody <laughs> argues with nobody argues with. Oh, I, I got my kids that weekend, or my old lady got something planned for us. Right. Nobody argues with it. I think it just depends on the person. Honestly, I've been in that situation where I've made um, more money in the household and. But it's never like it was more of an an independent type of situation. Like he made his money. I made my money. Uh, We split the bills. And like, you know, if I get the groceries, you know, shit like that, like he had his own bank account and shit like that. But um, and I I've always liked to keep my money separate anyways, not because it's my money, but it's just I don't know, like I've always kept that separate. So it's just like we pay our bills, whatever, if we're going now we make plans together it's the same thing like hey what you got going on this weekend or you know it's not it's like what Sloan said it's not to like ask for permission it's just to kind of like see what's going on like oh maybe you made plans when I wasn't there maybe we're going to your brother's house or something along those lines right but as far as like the whole money thing like I think it's it depends on the person honestly like because there is people who are just like it could be like a controlled thing like oh I can't make decisions about this or it just depends on the household like I know that I know um someone that used to be married and um she was the main breadwinner and he would stay at home and um take care of the kids uh make the food and everything but um But like she controlled everything, you know, like she didn't give him like, I guess, the free will or whatever. Like it was just a very one sided relationship. Look, so- I'm trying hard to be a stay at home dad. <laughs> I uh, nah, I'm, I'm, I'm cool on it. Like, I don't care what niggas say to make fun of me. Yes, I stay at home. I cook. I like to cook. I like to clean. That shit relaxes me. Y'all go out there. 
Y'all, y'all deal with the world. I'm going to smoke <laughs> weed and clean my house. I don't think I can ever stay home. I don't know. Do you you can't. I don't think so. See, I would love to. And it's not only, it's not even like a, like a lazy thing. Like, oh, I just want to be at home. It's not even about that. But like Sloan was saying, I love cleaning. I love organizing. I love preparing. And I just love like taking care of something. And I'm not going to take care of someone else's business. I'm not going to take care of like, you know, some company I'm never going to see anything out of. I would prefer to take care of my home, um, you know, do things to help like the family um, and just like build this strong foundation and know that I'm 100% in control of it. No one else is taking care of my kids. Like, I don't know what people are teaching them, what kind of influence they can have on them. I mean, of course, that's going to end up happening at some point anyway, but like, I want to set the tone. I'm like, bring back the lockdown. (laughs) <laughs> that was cool. I like I I don't understand why you work so hard to provide a home and then not be in it. Like all the stuff that I have here is all the stuff that I've ever wanted. Like yeah, I've I've got like a a, a movie projector in my living room so I don't have to leave. I have a movie theater, it literally in my living room, surround sound. I don't have to leave. I don't have to go to the movies. I can have date nights at home. And like, it's all about, we could we go out? Can we afford to go to the movies every weekend for the next however many weekends we want to? Pre-COVID, we did that. And we were paying like that movie pass thing. And we would go every Friday, but we learned that like we save more money when we was doing it at date nights at home. You know what I'm saying? Like we spend like tonight we went to Red Lobster. We spent eighty five dollars. We could have made all that at home for probably half that. But it was just convenience. Sometimes you can it's convenience, and then on top of that, we wanted to get out the house. We Shit, we've been living out of a suitcase for like the last two months. We've been gone every weekend. Right. Like I said, we got a flight no more. Well, tomorrow night. So it's just a balance. To... Yeah, no, I don't I don't think I can like even if I have kids, I don't think I can stay home. Oh, I would love it. I oh, need I to like get out. Like I need to work. I'm I'm like that's how I am. I'm that is work, though. Taking care of a, a home busy is bee. Yeah, but I don't want to be at home, like but doing I was also laundry still and work. cleaning and cooking and doing that. Like I don't, I don't want to do that. Nope. <laughs> well, y'all know, like social media is my work, so I can do that at home and get more done. I'm more efficient at home. So like, I mean, I, I work from home and I'm I'm okay with that, you know, like, but I enjoy, like, I, I only have to go into the office once a week and sometimes I go three, three times a week because like, I don't, I don't want to do that. <laughs> like, I know I'm crazy. We're <laughs> looking at homes now to where it's more secluded. The older I get, the more and more I don't want to be around people. So we're looking at homes as more secluded and more property and 
Like, I don't want neighbors because I don't want you to complain about my music being loud at two o'clock in the morning when me and my homies are like in the backyard drunk smoking weed. No, I don't want you to complain about that. Like, leave me the fuck alone. Like, be, I don't, I want to be out in the country where my next neighbor is a mile away. Yeah, no, fuck that. I can't. A mile away? Yes. Oh my gosh. Fuck. I can't do that. I used to live like that when I was like from 15 to 18. And I hated that shit. Like the first, the nearest fucking Walmart was like 30 minutes away from Ugh. us. Yeah. No, she was, and that was like the only closest thing. So we always went to fucking Walmart. Hence why I don't fucking go to Walmart. I'm like, fuck <laughs> that place. I hate it there. I don't give a fuck. I don't like going there. But See, I, um, I, I, I grew up in a project. So like it was noisy and like, too much going on you can't properly rest like that i remember when i first moved to like the suburbs and shit or what i consider the suburbs and it was quiet i couldn't sleep for days because i wasn't used to it so like like get me uh used to it i had to record the sounds of back home in the city uh, how it was like always some noise and stuff and i had to play it lightly in the background where i went to sleep and I still do that to this day. Like, I go to sleep with the TV on. I'm, I'm one of those people. I sleep with the TV on and family guy every night. Go to sleep. <sighs> family? What? Family guy? What? what? What's the uh for? Right. <laughs> what just no. happened? <laughs> the uh. <laughs> Not family guy. Like, sleeping with the TV on. I oh, I hate not. that shit, too. I hate that. I what put I the timer do, on. What I used to do, and... This was when I was like younger and every night I would sleep to music, but it would have to be the same song on repeat. And that's how I would sleep every night before I'd go to bed. I would choose a song, put it on repeat. And that's how I would sleep. Damn, yeah, that's weird. Crazy. I know. I don't I, I feel like there's a reason behind that, though. Honestly, at that time, I was going through a lot and I was like, my life was extremely hectic and. I was like probably even very depressed. I don't know what was going on, but I think I, there's definitely a reason behind that. Like why it had to be that one song, song on repeat. And it wasn't even a particular song. It was just, I had to sleep to music and I could not, it couldn't change. I needed that. It was really weird. Yeah. Hmm. I actually completely forgot about that until now. Interesting. Well, we totally unraveled a series of um, topics and just that one question that Sloan asked us. <laughs> That's what yeah, I do, baby. We like, That's we, what I do. We always like go deep into relationships. It's crazy. <laughs> and and I wasn't the one this time to turn it into a relationship pod. So I know <laughs> you were very pensive. You were very pensive. This one. <laughs> I expected a little more spice. Well, I, I feel that um, this one, it was, I don't know. It was different. You guys were talking about like marriage and kids, which I have no expertise in. So I'm just like <laughs> kind of taking the backseat here. I mean, there's really no expertise to any of that. Honestly, mm, yeah. you just kind of live through it and go through it. Like there's no fucking manual for any of that shit. 
right you can uh, read all these fucking books and shit but like it's it's until it happens like first yeah, it's situational i feel yeah i learned i learned a lot like uh i'm learning that you have to parent to the, the uh personality mm. so learn what type of person your child is and then parent according to that because um i'm learning because my daughters i can parent a certain way but i'm i'm learning that my oldest daughter reacts a different way than my daughter my youngest daughter does to certain things or tones that i say so i gotta i feel like with my youngest daughter i gotta baby her more and cuddle and coddle her with my older daughter i could just be like hey get your shit together that is a very good point because i feel like all the time you hear parents say like i raised them all the same and somehow this one turned up this way and this one turned up to turn out this way and it's like well because what works for one person it's not going to work for everyone else that's a very good point i like that right and then my like i also parent my nephews and stuff so like i got a parent according to how I want to parent a boy into becoming a young man and then on top of that I have to parent to his mental capabilities or what person he is so I had to learn what makes him tick like what drives him what he loves and then I have to take it away when he doesn't act right yeah he like he loves baseball so i have to see i have to like tell him hey yo you ain't acting right your grades ain't right yo uh you're not playing in your game this week and he's really really good he's like from what i his coaches say he's a he this could be a thing for him so i have to teach him discipline and like make sure he understands that nothing's more important than how he treats his family and uh, going to school and treating his teachers correctly and he's he has his days but he's getting better so I mean you can't expect a 10 year old to do it overnight but oh yeah of course he's getting there so yeah no I really liked that because like I was saying I feel like especially um with like a kid or yeah, a kid who like grows up and you know they're an adult and maybe they're not going in the on the best path and that's the thing I always hear like even my mom has said that before about my siblings and I she's like I just don't understand I raised you guys all the same and like you know you're doing these certain things which you know she would approve of and maybe my siblings did something else that she's just like I don't understand like that's not a decision I would have ever expected my kids to make and it's just like well the way that you parent them, I feel it can, it brings different things out of them. Like how you were saying with your nephew, you can maybe tell him you're not playing in a game. For him, that works. That makes him, you know, adjust to someone mm-hmm. else that can just completely throw them off and they'll rebel. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I realize he's more like me than I know. And I'm, I, cause he's been around me a lot. So I'm learning that like he kind of has like me and his mom in him. And I'm like, oh no, that that could be dangerous. <laughs> so it's it's like trying to parent you out of out of your child. And 
And I'm like, oh, no, this he can't be me and his mom. He has, yeah, we both have anger issues. <laughs> He'd be the fuck something up, so. Well, in a sense, I feel like that's where you have an advantage because you have that, like, firsthand experience. You know, you're not dealing with something foreign. And like you were saying, like how your mom said, I raised them all the same. My mom said exactly the same thing. And then I was like, or if if I like how I am now uh, isn't like almost isn't quite like I, how I was in high school. Like I knew who I was in high school and how vocal I want to be about things like high school me. I'm I'm exactly who high school me wanted to be in high school, like very outspoken and like about that, like just outspoken and like rah-rah. But I had to watch my shit because I was a scholar athlete and had like uh, football scholarships and stuff like that. So I had to think about my future. Now I'm just like, man, fuck that shit. <laughs> That's what I wanted in high school. But uh, like my mom, she's like, now she'll say something to me and be like, oh, I didn't raise you like that. I was like, mom, it's been a long time since I lived under your roof. Like I, between what you taught me and what life has showed me, eh, kind of canceled each other out. And I had to write my own book. Mm-hmm. So this, you, I, I want to parent two personalities. So I got to find what my kids like and I have to dangle their carrot. Hey, I'm definitely going to remember that. That's hey, if you get, that's, if you that's get like straight A's. That's kind of dope that you notice that though. Yeah, and that's just we're getting older, man. Like, I don't treat all my friends the same. Why would I treat my kids the same? I don't know, like, my mom had hella siblings and shit, so I would think that she knew, like, everybody's different, but, I mean, she stayed saying, like, saying that, like, I raised you guys all the same, like, she stayed saying that, so. And I mean, I probably, and with the, as a parent, I would think the same being I gave y'all the same morals and, Mm -hmm. like, background and, like, Sometimes I can't think of the right word to say. So I values. Like moral compass. They gave you the that moral compass and structure and they gave you the roots of who you are. But sometimes like shit, just because you gave me the roots don't mean I'm gonna be the tree you you want me to be. Like you still gotta live and like life, life makes you grow differently. Yeah, we experience different things that uh, make us think differently, feel differently, um, just change the way that we react to to certain situations, especially going through like traumatic events, it's forever going to change how you react. Yeah, for sure. They do. Traumatic events have a big impact in this. Um, and, it, and especially if it happens when you're when you're younger. And can't really articulate, you know, that it's a traumatic experience. So, but we're not going to get all sappy with Sloan here. <laughs> we're going we're gonna to do this game. Oh, no, this is like the softer side of Sloan. 
No. The softest side of Sloan. Listen Aww, to that. I like that. That was sweet. You know, this is this is the uh, lighter shade of Sloan. That's the name of this, <laughs> this episode. Or masculine bad bitch energy. <laughs> masculine bad bitch energy. That's funny. No, but that's, I, I, a, I, that's like a hella good conversation to unravel, though. The whole sibling raising and stuff like that. Because, mm-hmm. like, I mean, we all have siblings, right? And my brother is, like, way different than I am. And so mm-hmm. are my other two siblings that I have that I rarely talk about. But, I mean, they're, they're like, way different than I am. And we're all, like, freaking a different range of age. Like, my brother's 10 years older than me. And my oldest is... 18 years older than me so oh wow hell of a gap mm-hmm. i was a surprise it was like boom ma you pregnant yeah, that's, that's like the, my dad's side of, like i'm the youngest on my dad's side by probably 20 years Damn. like i think i got an older sister that, like i don't talk to my dad's side of the family but i think i got an older sister that's like yeah, my youngest older sister might be like 57 Damn. 60 yeah that's crazy yeah my daddy was nasty (laughs) he was 66 slinging it slinging it you know what i'm saying slinging it and so i think i keep having kids i'm glad i started having kids in like my 30s i was prepared for it well no you're never prepared for it but financially you it's not it's not that bad when you're not like 20 and trying to start out a career and you know what i'm saying like trying to get on your feet while raising a family is hard like me trying to get on my feet while being just me was hard so i can't i can't imagine throwing kids in that shit as of the past like three weeks the baby fever has been so real never been this bad in my life i want kids so fucking bad and i know it's probably not the best idea right now but i honestly feel i was just meant to be a mom Mm. well then this is what you do be a foster parent for right now be a foster parent honestly only take and only take newborns Cause you can, you can really like, people don't understand. Like uh, I was in the foster system. So like my parents uh, were actually my foster parents and they took only teenagers. So they would had, we had a house full of teenagers, but like now, like once I got out of the house, she started taking babies and stuff like that. Cause she was having baby fever. So she would take, like babies that was displaced from homes and she'd keep them from a couple of weeks and then she started getting attached to the babies and then it hurt worse when they came and got them Mm -hmm. so she stopped doing that so she had to stop taking kids for a while I don't think she takes kids anymore but like that would like the babies really hurt her when she when they started taking having to give them back to their parents and stuff like that but I'm having baby fever again Again, I want a boy. I, I think I'm due. Uh, girl, dad, shit is cool, but uh, <laughs> I want I want to be boy dad. Uh, I want junior gang. Uh, these girls are cool, but 
uh, I need a boy. Have you considered fostering? Um, yeah. When we get a house, when we get a bigger house, yeah. Nice. It's it's always an option. I I think yeah. I would feel the way you were saying your mom did. Like I giving them back. Oh, I would go through it. I don't know that I can do that. I don't think I'm emotionally stable enough for that. Uh, I always had to tell her, I always had to tell her at some point, you have to give us all back. Mm, Fair. Like, uh, I aged out. Me and my little brother, we aged out. So, oh, no, no, she kicked him out. I'm the only one that graduated and then got kicked out the house. Everybody else either got kicked out the house before graduation, before graduation of high school. And we all still graduate. Well, most of us still graduated. I mean, like, she, ain't, she ain't got a bad record at raising kids. <laughs> you know? Oh, my gosh. Only one didn't graduate high school. Grading your mom's parenting is... <laughs> no. <laughs> That's funny. I was that sick. That's, that's actually pretty good. Look, she got a trying? successful rate of graduation. <laughs> She's got probably... Uh, 88% graduation graduation rate. <laughs> graduation rate. <laughs> that is funny, Sloan. You would say that. <laughs> it's true. Like, it's true, though. It's super, it's super true. It's crazy. Well, let's get but, into this game. All right, let's Courtney, go. Let us okay. introduce us to this game. So we're going to play a game. Who's most likely to... Um, I have some different scenarios and did we decide if we're gonna should we have Sloan choose between us or do we each want to just say who we feel it would best fit um I think we could all take a turn yeah let's take a turn we could all just yeah okay cool so who's most likely to change the song every 30 seconds Cordy. Cordy. Change the song every 30 se- I just told you I would sleep with the same song on repeat. <laughs> what the fuck? What does that have to do with like changing the song every 30 <laughs> seconds when you awake? No, I actually It's like I don't like this song. I don't like this, this song. <laughs> this song sucks. No, I don't feel like this right now. I'm over this song this is going to make me cry. I only listen to this when I'm pregnant. I mean, when I'm uh, on my period and I only when listen I'm to this. Pregnant. I only listen to this after I'm drunk. And this is my hangover music. No, I, I'm good. You know what? I'll listen to air. Air. Your voice for me. Oh, that's my voice for everybody. Okay. So, no, you guys are actually very far. This is far from the truth. I, anytime I listen to a song, I have to listen to it like at least four to five times because I feel like I'm missing certain parts or I'm just not completely taking it all in. So I listen to every song maybe four to five times, and then that's when I change the song. Hmm. I wouldn't have thought that. <laughs> Look at his face. <laughs> we're, we're all like, yeah, okay. <laughs> what's, what's this face? Express your judgment. Express your judgment. Go ahead, Sloan. Peaceful settings. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> You don't believe you. I feel like he just diagnosed me with something. What is it? (laughs) (laughs) He just scanned you and said, Cordy is. Being a woman. 
that's, <laughs> okay. that's it. That's it. Right. It takes time to process. It does. It does. And some process other faster than others. I'm a one to, I'm a one to two song person. You know, we got to run it back one to two times because I might have missed something. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's that's fire. But four to I'll five. Run it. Yeah. Unless I like really, really like the song, I'll play it and play it. Like if I want to learn the lyrics and stuff like that, like I'll play it again. But I don't really. Oh, do yeah. That yeah. If I want to learn the lyrics, I do that. Like. Yeah. But not to like capture the essence of the song. <laughs> okay, sorry. Okay, that was a lot. So anyway, who's most likely to change the song every 30 seconds? He said Bunny. Um, I'm gonna say Bunny. Cause she listens to like a lot of music in a short period of time. See, I can't do that. Like, how do you even know I listen to a lot of music in a short period of time? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. You gotta log into my fucking logistics on my phone. Actually, it's what? because I follow you on Apple Music. Oh yeah, damn! You be that, watching? <laughs> no, she follows me too. Oh, I'm just you, saying that they can tell that you duration exactly. of song play. Like that's. I know. I just. I've been that on she... that shit on repeat. You see what? <laughs> no, that's the thing though. Like anytime new music comes out. Like Bunny's listening immediately. I can't do that because I feel like I'm still catching up on other songs mm. because I'm only on my third listen. I need to get I need to get those five listens in before I can move on. I gotta play the album. And then if I like a certain song, throw it on the playlist. And then when I go back to the album, that's the only thing I play. Mm-hmm. Oh, I yeah. I'll do that too. Yeah, yeah I won't just save the album because i'll be out here burning the words off a of process by her <laughs> be in the car by myself singing that shit <laughs> be with it and you know like i live in florida so it's nice the weather's nice so we having the windows down playing that shit loud and white people be looking at me crazy as fuck i'll be singing my heart out i bet you was singing adele for like a month hell yeah <laughs> Adele, someone like you? Ugh. Nah, go easy on me. I just like what she go. Oh man, that wasn't quite it, but I get, I get what you're. I don't care. To get at. I don't okay. care. Okay, guys. Um, That's next my one. Jimmy Jam goes to a foreign country to find themselves. I'm saying Sloan. Definitely he's me. definitely giving that's that masculine <laughs> bad bitch me. energy yes i was gonna say cordy again <laughs> what and the nah, fuck no nah, i would definitely go find myself in tibet or like jamaica or like yeah, backpacking jamaica? backpacking through europe my uh actually but my I, guy uh... my godmother has a house in uh jamaica so i can actually oh, see God. that happening let me go through a midlife crisis i'll move right into her shanty Anytime you have an inconvenience, you're like packing up. I'm going to go find myself. <laughs> I'm going to go find myself some weed. <laughs> Sloan's going to be, you know how they put the money in the tub when you get a lot of money? Sloan's going to be in there with nuds. Goddamn right. <laughs> Spraying them everywhere. Like how Tupac had the gold chains on. Yeah, that's going to be you. It's going to be me and Reef. That's sick. 
don't give a shit. Because yeah. his, his, his underwear were made out of change. So you're going to have a fucking underwear or covering <laughs> your junk and fucking weed. That's cool. As long as the weed ain't directly on my junk. I'm good with that. You know what I'm saying? Because I don't want, I don't want like to be smoking dick, literally. Put some saran wrap on your dick. Now I'm going to put my drawers on and then they could just like why my why my we we gotta be rubbing up against <laughs> I, don't know. I don't know why we took it there. I'm sorry. Like, uh, uh, we'd, we'd make it work. This we'd is what you do to me, slow. <laughs> hey, look, you know, I bring it out of people, you know. Like yeah. Susio oozes from my pores, man. It does. Like, Susio energy. Yeah, you know, it's it's out here, you know, Susio bad bitch energy. Okay, collect yourselves. Brags about not using a chaser. Me. Me. Uh, you guys are those people. <laughs> I fucking hate those people. Like, yo, no one cares. Yeah. We're so? all taking in the same shit. Like, we're all gonna get just as drunk. Like, so what does that do for you? Puts hair on my chest. Oh my gosh. I don't know. It just makes me feel cool. <laughs> You know, right, right. I ain't got to do no chaser the fuck. Right, right. Let me get a, uh, let me get a Jameson neat. Ooh, yeah. what? Yeah, I'm not going to torture myself that way just for cool points. Nah, I like to taste It's not just liver. like for cool points. I'm not like over here. You said it of... makes me feel cool. <laughs> Did you not just fucking say that? Rewind. Why are you always yelling at me? I'm a, I'm gonna cut out that that part where you're like, it makes me feel cool, and I'm gonna have it on repeat. <laughs> and hate you. Okay. Makes Facebook status someone's name while searching for them. Have you guys me. ever done that? Like, you mean to Google search something and you accidentally post it? Yeah, I've uh, done that several times. Or send a text. Yes, I I've, been, I've been. I've been. <laughs> trying to text someone about someone else and i sent it to that person no was, yes it you wasn't bad shit. though you no, were being messy boots i wasn't being messy boots but i was bragging i had this one girl name saved as white bitch in my phone and i was kind of trying to fuck her so like i had screenshot the text message and thought i was sending it to my guy and i sent it to her and she didn't know her name was saved as white bitch in my phone. <laughs> <laughs> so it wasn't even about the screenshot. It wasn't about the fact what you say to who. It was about the name. The yeah. name. Yeah, Mine she... was just about work. I was texting someone that someone was going to be out again. And I text that person again. again. But that was about it. I mean, I didn't really care because it was like the truth. Yeah, I've never really done that with like messy shit. I think I texted Bunny the other day. I was like, good luck. I love you. I meant to say that to my man. She's like, huh? Like, I do it about shit like that, but I've never (laughs) actually. You did. I was like, oh, I love you too. I'm like, I've actually like accidentally followed somebody I was uh, stalking. Like, have you uh, liked old Instagram pictures while stalking someone? Oh, that's my, that used to be my move to let you know I'm trying to holler at you. Like, no, but every, I'm talking. No, 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 no. I'm saying, yeah, I'm, uh, that's just accidentally liking some while I'm stalking your page. Yeah, I've done that. But <laughs> if that that that's what I was talking about. 
But what you're saying is like, did I, uh, I've accidentally, no, I didn't accidentally. I used to go on girls' pages that I just followed and go like something from 52 weeks ago. That is, you know, know that's not attractive, right? I don't give a damn what is attractive. <laughs> let you know that, hey, shorty, I see that. Because everybody is supposed to like this picture from the last two, three weeks. I'm like, all right, I want you to know that I'm standing out. I'm going to go like one picture from 52 weeks ago and then let you know, hey, hey, shorty, I'm shooting my shot at you. Pyow. 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 Did it work? I mean, what was your success rate? I, uh, one for one. <laughs> I only needed to work with one person. Okay. One hundred percent balling. Oh, how cute! I'm still here. That's how you Instagram. Stop. Wait, that's that's what happened. Uh. That's how you got her attention. No. Oh well. Yes. Here's actually how I got her attention. Like, me and her have been friends. We were friends for, like, six years before we started dating. And I joked around on Facebook and said, I need a sugar mama. And she jumped in my inbox and said, what's up? And I ain't left. That's oh, so cute. That is fucking dope. And no one believes me when I say this. And I'll be like, don't nobody believes me until she says it. And she'll be like, yeah, I shot my shot. I like that. A woman who knows what she wants. But that's also what I teach my daughters. Like, yo, you don't wait on nobody. If you want this job, you go get it. You want this education, you go get it. If you want these shoes, go get it. If you want him, go get the nigga. Don't wait. At at that point, you're fucking yourself over because you're limiting your options. I've raised my daughters like I would raise, with the same mentality that I would raise boys. Go get it. Go get it. Don't let nobody get in your way. And if that dude get in your way, come get me. That's dope. And I'll get him to fuck out your way so you can continue on with what you was doing. But if you want anything in this world, whether you want to get married, go get that nigga. If you know you want to get married and he pussyfooting and society looks down upon women who uh, ask for they propose to men they look down upon that i'm like hey she bagged that nigga she bagged that nigga you know what tonight i'm gonna get pregnant do it (laughs) and it's all gonna be your fault do it this is the support i need in my life i will send you a soundtrack (laughs) okay Lord have mercy. I will send you a playlist. Please do. It's called Just Chill. It's on the uh it's on uh, <laughs> uh Spotify under Sloan Kettering. Oh, it's, you're on Spotify. I don't I'm, I don't I can't afford Apple music. Well, I can, I just don't pay for it. What? We have a family thing at uh Spotify. You, you can do that on Apple Music too. Yeah, so then I would have to take 
like years and years of playlist curation over to apple that's that's too much time okay fair all right guys who's most likely to want to be exclusive after a first date yana (laughs) final answer (laughs) did i hit did you hit i mean let's say you did let's go either way if i hit yeah if it's good yeah gotta take that off the market put her in a house in katie texas <laughs> you know uh put you I somewhere mean, where no one could find you yeah, okay drake her, might have to put her in muhammad illinois <laughs> you know uh if i hit yeah i I have started whole relationships off of one date, and you just vibe. It just depends on the vibe, man. Right? If they meet what you're looking for, and you like, all right, look. But how do you I know that gonna... after one date? Shit, motherfuckers get married and fall in love after looking at motherfuckers. Me, you just know. Yeah, I know it's you, Tiana. You made it is that me. question. I know. <laughs> You made it up just so you can say that. <laughs> no, I didn't. Look, I did not make it up. <laughs> but that's definitely something I would do. Okay. Would it take the last parachute? Bunny didn't like this one, but I still wanted to include it. <laughs> would take and the last parachute? Sloan is definitely taking the last parachute. Sloan said, so. fuck you I'm out. Y'all, gonna to, y'all gotta fight me for it. I'm out. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> there's, there's more weed on the ground. Nah, Cordy is shorter than I am. Imagine trying to fight Sloan. <laughs> You'd just be fucking like we're little fucking bugs off of him. <laughs> it would take both of us. <laughs> That's crazy. Like y'all the y'all like the size of my seven and five year old. We're just Stop. gonna put the, the same parachute on Cordy. <laughs> Right, y'all can share a pair of shoes. We can, though. (laughs) I'll get on your shoulders. (laughs) We'd have to get on her back and just strap it in. Oh, my God. Oh, man. Fighting Sloan for the parachute. (laughs) Okay. Um, No, I wouldn't even. I just like. No, yeah. Nah, yeah. No, no. <laughs> he's, he's trying to argue against it. He's like, no, I'm, I'm taking that shit. He's trying to be like, nah, dog, be a gentleman. And then, uh, <laughs> then gotta, like, I'm like, nah, I'm the only one with kids. I'm out. I'm out. And then, okay, and then I'm fair. like, and then like halfway through, like trying to jump, I'm like, I really don't like my kids. So <laughs> let me stay on this play. What if and I'm then, pregnant? Are you still taking the last parachute? Oh, no, you jump. Yeah, you jump for sure. You oh, jump. Thank you. Uh, just don't, just don't have an abortion a couple of weeks later. <laughs> you, you saved my. <laughs> don't, don't do it. I don't want you my life to be You saved me for that, and I'm like, fuck them kids. <laughs> right. I, as much as I scream, fuck them kids. My kids, if I perish, would be well taken. I'm, I'm telling y'all this now. I'm worth more to them dead than I am alive monetarily. Mm. That's it. So. They'll, they'll be well taken care of 
Money ain't shit though. Shit. <laughs> Wealth is in the mind, not the pocket. Yeah, there you go. Tell that to these bills. Because <laughs> in my mind, I'm rich. I'm over here with the whole my fucking money spelling shit. <laughs> Talking about money ain't shit. I'm still putting my debit card out there with my moon rocks. <laughs> Staging everything. Fill this motherfucker up. Got hella citrine. <laughs> right, right. Out okay, there guys. With my quartz and shit. Is a total lightweight. Damn. As to what? I don't think any of us are lightweights, actually. As to what? Drinking? Yeah. I- I'm assuming so. I'm a lightweight now. <clears throat> I, I don't think I'm, Cordy's a, a lightweight. I mean, I, I I think that she'll drink less because you know body proportion, but I I don't think she's a lightweight. Dude, I uh, am. It's all because of diabetes. I can have two drinks and I'll be fucked up. Mm. No, it saves you money. Your tolerance you goes spend, down, right? Like, yeah. it's not your tolerance. It's the sugar affects you and oh. alcohol. So. And I had to learn that the hard way. So, and I was the Kobe Bryant of that shit. I was just taking shots after shots after shots and just like, oh, nigga, you want some more shots? Come on. I've made people run from me in the bar. Oh, that's my brother. I will come in bars and people will just be like, you know what? I'm done drinking. Uh, Because he doesn't drink for fun. He drinks for sport. Yeah, no, that's (laughs) like if my brother... Is at the bar and he's buying shots. I go hide. I go to the restroom. I like no. hide for like a good fifteen minutes because I know he'll try and shove that fucking shot. Yeah, down I don't throat. know what it is. I love making other people drink, or like I don't know. Or I'll I'll see someone so fucked up. I have my drink and I like hand it to them. I'm like, here, take this. Like I don't know I, what it is. Getting other I, people drunk. <laughs> I used to tell people if you can drink with me, you can drink with anybody. Because I would go through a fifth and then just be like, you know what? This was a warm-up, dog. We going, then that was like pregame and we'd go through a fifth. Then I'd oh go spend like, well, I really wouldn't spend money at bars because people took care of my bar stuff because like I worked in bars and I would only go drink at my bar. So the bar I worked at, so like, I would get free drinks. People would come in and buy you drinks. I'd be fucked up. Then go home and have after party. And then drink the four five in the morning. Yeah, I used to do that. I used to do that. Do it in all over again. Fucking See, start on Thursday and end like on Sunday. Yeah. Damn you, diabetes. I'm such a lightweight, but here's why. <laughs> I can't both eat and drink. It has to be one or the other. Because I just get too full. Like liquids just fill me up. Well, so if I'm eating, I don't have room to drink. If I drink, I don't have room to eat. Damn, you sacrifice. Gonna, <laughs> I have to. I have to. If I know I'm going to be drinking, I can't eat that much. Because then I just feel so like, bleh. I used to be like, if I know my whole goal was to get fucked up, I would eat greasy food all day and then go drinking. So it would like absorb it. The alcohol was absorbing to the, I thought the shit worked. It didn't, uh, <laughs> but I would, I would seem to myself 
to not be as drunk as everybody else would because I had a good meal before I went out to drink. So, but no, I just be, I, I just didn't take into account that I was 350 pounds. Mm. And it just took a lot for me to get drunk. You thought it was the greasy food. <laughs> Self-awareness is very important, guys. Okay. Most Next. definitely. <laughs> Thinks Tupac is still alive. Me. Me. <laughs> Tupac, Tupac is Elvis, the black Elvis. Tupac is in Jamaica. He was in Cuba. He's in Jamaica now. Are these your honest thoughts? You guys really do believe that? Mm -hmm. (laughs) No, I don't think I don't think he's alive. I believe it. I'm just being silly. If white people can believe Elvis is alive, I can believe that Tupac is alive. They refuse to let Elvis go. I'm going to refuse to let Tupac go. <laughs> He's not going to let him go. Okay. Michael Jackson alive too. Michael Jackson is not alive. Michael Jackson is definitely not alive. I seen his his thingy is going away. <laughs> <laughs> I watched it. Okay. Um wait, oh, I thought there was one more. Let me see. Did we go through all of them? Um, oh, let me find another one. <laughs> it's the, the softer side of masculine bad bitch energy. Is plotting revenge right now, Sloan? <laughs> Always plotting revenge. <laughs> you you seem like that guy. Oh, yeah. It's me. And you I seem guess. like you don't forget shit either. I don't. I can tell. I don't. I you let hold, people have you hold grudges? I hold grudges when I know I'm right. So if I know what I'm telling you is right and you do it anyway, uh, and then when it comes out that I was right, I'm going to let you know about it. For the rest of your life. Oh, yeah. My sister got a divorce. So next time I pull up to the house, I'm going to have a I told you so shirt on. Oh my god. That's not even nice. I don't give a fuck. It's not I told, something small. Like I don't care. I told you not to even talk to that man. Don't even utter a word to that nigga. So you're just gonna kick her when she's down? Yes. I was she trying to kick her when she was up. You're not throwing salt on the wound. You're fucking throwing I'm gasoline throwing a on it. And I don't give a fuck. <laughs> exactly. Because you want to know why? Because if you would have listened to me, you wouldn't be going through this. Some people learn differently. Exactly. And now now I got (laughs) to make you remember why you should have listened to me. No. She 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 needs to learn. Yeah, she's going to learn. Some people learn from experience. Maybe she had to actually go through it to... She should have learned from her husband, baby mama, his first wife. <laughs> the signs were there. Because mm-hmm. her her first husband, I mean, his first wife was cool with me. So I saw the things he did to her. Mm-hmm. You want to let you don't want to listen. OK, well, you're going to find out by your the hard way. And then 
don't come crying to me when I, oh, he did this, this, and this, and he did exactly <laughs> what you said he would do. Bitch, I know toxic. Okay, let's get about your sister's business. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, let's they don't know which one. one. <laughs> <laughs> they're both a mess. <laughs> oh my god! A, no, no, they're not. Not both, oh. of them. Not both of them. That's funny. Well, Sloan, thanks for joining us. It's been fun. It's been no really, problem. Really fun. It ain't like my sisters listen to the, any podcast anymore. So. <laughs> well, this was like a good time. Thank you. Yeah, it's fun. I'm. I'm I expected you and Cordy to get into it, but no, no. this was very chill and lax. See, yeah, softer side, you know, you it's can't nice. be, you can't be Sloan Susio on all podcasts. You know, I'm even different on the uh, CDB Network podcast. You know, you see my intellectual side over there. Now you see my my softer, sensitive side over here, mm-hmm. and then you see. You see that you're learning that I am a complete man and not just an asshole. I didn't think you were an asshole. Mm-hmm. That's just you guys don't think so. Because you know the entirety of me. You know, you because you see the intimacy of me. You know, you're yeah, that's Damn. Learning. Damn. You know? the intimacy into into me, I see. <laughs> We learned okay, this guys, yesterday. it's time to get up out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for joining us, guys. Thanks for rocking with us. It's been another episode of Not Another Girl Pod. Um, you can follow us on Instagram at Not Another GP, as in Girl Pod. And you can follow us on, and actually, Instagram is Not Another Girl Pod, and Twitter is Not Another GP, as in Girl Pod. And then you can follow me, uh, B Bunny Rue. Um, on Twitter and Instagram and also make sure to tune in to Susia Boys every Tuesday and T go ahead and give them your socials follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Tiana Alicia T-H-I-A-N-A-A-L-I-C-I-A and she's gonna be going to Coachella so hopefully she puts yes! some pictures and shit oh for sure definitely you can find me in St. Louis, rolling on dubs, smoking on dubs, rolling up dubs. You know, oh, I'm sorry. That's a, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, Sloan Kettering. At Coachella. Uh, Instagram, Sloan Kettering 217. Uh, on the Twitter, it is S underscore Kettering 217. Uh, I also run the Susio Boys Um social media so what well, stuff on the instagram uh uh sucio boys uh s-u-c-i-o-b-o-y-z p-o-d on instagram and on the twitter and you know i'm just out here living life yes, getting ready yes. getting ready for saint san diego and my trip to, to tj going to tijuana to do some do some things and you can catch sloan with his knees out uh-huh yeah you guys out. have safe Sun's travels out, out. and have lots of fun and thanks for joining us guys uh we will be back um every other wednesday so we are up out of here bye bye, bye.
Cause he cut it off. 